here on Talk and Fight, the mecca of boxing in Toronto, Canada, bringing you another episode of Boxing News Today. All the headlines fit the print. Let's start off with a quick little story out of uh, Australia. Scott Nicholson, one of our uh, favorite fighters, uh, signed to Matrium, is hopeful her first world title bid will happen on home soil in Australia in April. Uh, she's based uh, in the UK and is unbeaten with nine wins from nine fights in her professional career. And after Amanda Serrano vacated the WBC featherweight belt uh, last month, uh, you know, due to her little scuffle with uh, WBC uh, not wanting three-minute rounds, uh, interim belt holder Nicholson was told to fight Sarah Mahfoud for the vacant belt. Nicholson says it would be a dream come true to challenge for her first world title in Brisbane. Uh, the 28-year-old is signed, as I said, with Eddie Hearn's matchroom and will, will be a big favorite if the fight does happen in Australia. But um, Mafood is, uh, she's good. Denmark's Mafood is a former IBF champ at featherweight, uh, but lost that belt to Serrano and points to feed back in uh, September 2022. Um, Nicholson, who won the interim belt last November, was targeting a fight with Serrano before the Puerto Rican took a stand against the WBC's decision. Mafood, by the way, has uh, three points wins under her belt in Denmark since losing to Serrano. Um, Nicholson said, I know Mafood won three rounds against Serrano just over a year ago. She won three rounds against me. Uh, and that was the same against uh, Lucy Wildheart. She won three rounds against Michaela Mayer. She wasn't winning three rounds against me. Never. It wasn't going to be close. Uh, I feel very confident. I know she's a good boxer. That works in my favor, fight, like fighting good boxers does. So there you go. Some uh, news from down under from Sky Nicholson and Matrim Boxing. Let's have a quick uh, scoot around the world and have a look at what's happening in Canada on January 25th at the Casino de Montreal. I have the Tiger. It's having another uh, fight night. And this year's main event will feature uh, Eric uh, Bazignan, 31-0. Wow. Against uh, Bill Godoy. He's 41-7 uh, for the NABF and WBA Continental Super Middleweight titles. Uh, Albert Ramirez, 17-0. Originally set to face American contender Charles Foster in the evening's co-main event, will also step into the ring. Um, that'd be a good night of fighting over in Montreal. Let's move on out to the East Coast. Have a look at what Ryan Rosicki's up to. He's promising war. Hmm. Ryan Rosicki, twenty and one, great fighter from Sydney, Nova Scotia, is fresh off his first round knockout of Olan Rewaju Dradula last month. And the win made Rosicki the mandatory challenger to the WBC Cruiserweights crown, uh, which is currently held by uh, Noel McCallion, who's 27-2, by the way. Uh, so speaking uh, speaking with Rosicki here, let's have a quick look here. Where does it say? Speaking with Rosicki and his promoter, Dan Otter, over at Three Lions Promotions, both gave their takes on, on the last fight and having earned the right to be next in line to face McCallion. Um, so the, you know, it could have been a, a King Kong across for me that night, said Rosicki, and I was getting the knockout. Anyone who steps into the ring with me is walking dead as far as I'm concerned. And Duradola is lucky the ref stepped in when he did because I was ready to fight there until the death. So not surprised. Uh, just gave me some reassurance. So it was a great quote out of uh, Ryan Rosicki from the East coast of Canada. 
And I look forward to seeing uh, that fight being scheduled and looking forward for that result as well. Uh, upcoming as well, looks like uh, William Zapita is going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Maxi Hughes. Looking at uh, March 16th date for the IBF Light Eliminator in Las Vegas. Um, you know, negotiations are still underway for this one. Uh, but uh, the IBF light, Lightweight Final Eliminator uh, is on, on online here. It's a tough matchup for the number five ranked IBF contender, Hughes. He's 26-6-2, by the way, because he's not much of a puncher. He's coming off a loss to George Cambosis Jr., albeit a controversial one. The winner of the Hughes-Apita fight, if it happens, will decide the mandatory for the Vasily Lomachenko, George Cambosis Jr. winner. Those are uh, those guys are fighting for the IBF uh, vacant lightweight title, um, upcoming in April. Uh, and Devin Haney recently vacated the belt, as y'all know. So on paper, this is a slam dunk win for Zapita, 29-0-25 knockouts, because he's too big and too powerful uh, and too busy for Hughes, who um, is a, a pot shot mover type of fighter. Zapita will catch up to Hughes and chop him down like he did his last opponent. Mercito Gasta, and it's courtesy of BoxingNews24.com. Uh, with him being a lightweight and being heavily promoted by Golden Boy, I've seen him the last couple of years, so I know exactly where he's about, said Hughes uh, in a recent interview about Zapita. What you see is what you get. He's an aggressive, come forward, high-volume puncher. He's also southpaw. He's not awkward like myself. He doesn't make it tricky. He comes at you. Uh, Zapita has been moved slowly throughout his nine-year uh, professional career, but he's finally on the verge of putting himself in a position to fight for a world title. Recently, Zapita has beaten these fighters, Mercito Gasta, uh, Jaime Arbolida, Joseph Diaz, and Rene Alvarado. So, looks like uh, Maxi Hughes has a fight on his hands coming up. Anyway, speaking of upcoming fights, it goes on. Callum Smith on Bertaby of making three crucial mistakes going into their unified WBC, IBF, and WBO title fight. Callum Smith warns Arthur Bertabiev that he is big enough to be a threat at light heavyweight as well as super middleweight. And as his performance against Canelo Alvarez does not reflect his true fighting abilities, and that looking ahead to a possible undisputed title fight would be a major error. Mm. Um. Better BF defends his WBC, IBF, and WBO 175-pound title against Burton Smith uh, over the video Center in Quebec City, upcoming uh, to be shown on Sky Sports uh, in the early hour UK time uh, Sunday morning. It's taking place Saturday night here in Canada. Uh, the champion has suggested that Smith will struggle to replicate his success at super middleweight in the division above. But Smith is adamant that Berbiev should not underestimate the threat he poses. I think people always see him as a big super middleweight and probably small light heavyweight. I think I'm still a big 175 pounds. I think I filled into the weight nicely since moving up. It's been a couple of years now. If he does think he's just a super middleweight, then more fool him. I think he'll be in for a shock when we get in there, and I'm a big fully-fledged 175 pounds. Now, it should be noted that uh, Bitter BF has been cleared to fight Callum uh, after returning a typical drug test result. Um, so let's quickly read here, courtesy of the Independent over in the UK. RWBF's title defense against Callum Smith will go ahead on Saturday, where the champion cleared to fight after returning an atypical uh, drug test result. 
It was revealed on Thursday, and that would be the 11th of January, that Better BF had returned an atypical result in a voluntary anti-doping association VADA test in December. However, the Unified Light Heavyweight Champ has since tested negative and been cleared to compete. Smith's promoter, Eddie Hearn, uh, said there was never a contractual reason to cancel a fight because Better BF's result was atypical rather than adverse. While journalist Kevin Iol report, an atypical finding is not a violation and requires more testing. And Better BF underwent those examinations at VADA's request. VADA reported negative results from the follow-up tests, from urine tests done on December 15th and December 21st, and from blood tests on December 21st and January 3rd. Um, Better BF had received atypical findings for uh, human growth hormone, HGH, and 5D Androstenodazil, both occur naturally in the body. When an atypical finding is received, further testing is required to determine if an athlete naturally produces a substance in his or her body at a greater level than average, or if the elevated levels were signs of anti-doping. Vada, uh, so Vada founder and chair Margaret Goodman told Boxing News, Atypical findings are fairly common in PED, performance-enhanced drug testing, and do not constitute an adverse test result. They can result in various causes. Atypical findings generally warrant the collection of further samples, but no negative uh, inference, should be drawn, inference should be drawn from an atypical finding in and of itself. Smith also said, it's not a pass test. It's not a fail test. The fight's still happening. The main thing is, I'm not a scientist. I'm a fighter. I'm here to beat him. Take his belts and go home. Um, yeah, so so that is making the rounds. If you take a look at the headlines, uh, uh, Callum Smith is, is quite excited about fighting better BF and uh, defeating the undefeated champion. And we'll, we're all looking forward to it uh, because, quite frankly, uh, if Better Viev does win, and I'm thinking he will win, I'm sure he will win. Let me correct myself. Um, I would like Better Viev and Bivol uh, to fight. But as we know, Better Viev must beat Callum Smith first, and Callum Smith thinks he will win, and so does Eddie Hearn think he will win. Um, wow. So if, in fact, this uh, victory does uh, occur for Better Viev against Callum Smith, looks like the undisputed championship against Bivol uh in the light heavyweight division would take place in saudi arabia in either april or may says boxing247.com uh, better be it by the way he's 19 and 0 he's closing in on i believe 40 years of age though still needs to beat callum smith on saturday and then sign his own deal with the saudis uh, if callum 29 and 1 by the way wins his promoter eddie Hearn says they'll make a deal to fight bivol as well for the four belts so uh, th this should be interesting. Hearn revealed the news today to the media about Bivol 22-0 uh, signing uh, to meet the winner of Saturday's Better BF Smith clash at the uh, Videotron Center in Quebec City. Uh, said Eddie Hearn, I think his boxing brain and his one-punch knockout power, wow, uh, when asked what advantages Callum Smith has in this fight with our Better BF. Boxing brain and a one-punch knockout. Okay. Smith is in the, the position to wreck the Saudis' plans for a better BF Bivol fight by defeating Better BF and taking his place. Hearn insists that Smith has improved since his loss to Canelo Alvarez four years ago in 2020, but he looks pretty much the same. 
and he's just put on more size since moving up to 175 as we just discussed um over in germany uh agon sports has won an ibf purse bid at uh for the right to promote the ibf junior middleweight title fight between golden jack kolke and bakram Murtazaliev by bidding six hundred sixty-six thousand dollars, roughly, Agon Sports th- uh, trumped Murtazaliev's promoter, who offered five hundred thousand. So the Kolke uh, Murtazaliev fight will likely uh, take place in on April six at the Falcon Sea uh, Arena in Germany, uh, and the title is currently vacant after being relinquished by Jermel Charlo last month. No. Things move quickly. Now, speaking of moving quickly, I'd uh, be remiss without uh, mentioning our good friend KSI, who I'd never heard of a few months ago. But anyway, uh, KSI runs out of the UK uh, a boxing outfit called Misfits. And apparently Misfits 12 is happening soon. I want to, to bring this to your attention simply because it's fun. Um, I don't know how many... Uh, it's, it's what they call influencer boxing. So I don't know how many fans of these influencers are also fans of boxing, but I'm sure they will be if they were to watch a couple of young ladies go toe to toe in a rematch. Young ladies. Now, I believe there's a show over there called Love Island in the UK. I'm not familiar with it. I'm not sure how it goes, but I believe uh, one of the Furies was on it. Uh, anyway. Uh, this upcoming card, Misfits 12, is going to see a rematch between A.J. Bunker and L. Brook, both of them influencers, both of them only fans, superstars. Uh, but anyway, Brook came out on top uh, on the last time they met, and, uh, and the two are ready to go head-to-head again in the ring. It's, uh, it's for the Misfits Female Middleweight Championship. And uh, if you have a look at the pictures online, I'm sure you'll find them. These gals are pretty good looking. It's going to be a great fight to watch um, uh, for the boxing fans slash influencer influencer boxing fans. I don't know. I guess that's how you might might call it. It's being uh, fought in Leeds First Direct Arena with the capacity being approximately 13,000. And uh, KSI is, in fact, hoping for a sellout. Uh, in his first Misfits boxing event of the year. Uh, so good for him, um, you know, promoting boxing and also getting in the ring and fighting himself. But we'll see where it goes. Um, we, we've debated it often here on Talk and Fight, uh, the impact of influencer boxing, such as uh, Creator Clash that happens down in Florida each year, and uh, influencers like Jake Paul, and uh, and quite frankly, the way he's uh, dealing with uh, management uh, with, through uh, through his own company called MVP Promotions. So um, I'm sure it's good for the sport. I'm sure anything that uh, is good for boxing is going to help. How could it not? Thanks very much for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it very much. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you all later on at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday to Friday. Thank you very much.